From finance and commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. Above all, it's a show about what's next, creativity, and the innovation and technology that are changing how we work and shaping the future of business throughout our state. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers who may challenge the status quo, but also make their dreams a reality. I'm Joel Shetler, your host and editor of Finance and Commerce, Minnesota's oldest business newspaper and online publication. Thanks so much for joining me. I would also like to thank our podcast sponsor, Guarantee Commercial Title. Guarantee offers a new platform for the delivery of services based on the expertise and ingenuity of a visionary team of title professionals that identifies obstacles and creates solutions that result in a successful sale, construction, or financing of commercial real estate. To learn more, visit GuaranteeTitle.net. The past few weeks have been a whirlwind for Carla Henderson, Bloomington's new Director of Community Development. Henderson joined the city in mid-March. Since that time, she has been getting acquainted with the new colleagues in Minnesota's fourth largest city and finalizing her move from Michigan, where she had similar jobs in recent years. Most recently, Henderson worked as development director for the city of Highland Park, Michigan, a suburb of Detroit. She previously spent five years with the city of Ann Arbor and oversaw planning and facilities for the city of Detroit. Henderson's resume also includes officer level positions for two area nonprofits, a job as director of capital development for Wayne County, Michigan, and managing director responsibilities for a consulting firm working with cities and nonprofit firms. In the following interview, Henderson speaks with reporter Brian Johnson about her new role with the city and reflects on where the city has been and where it's going in the post-pandemic world. Pleased to be joined by Carla Henderson, a brand new director of community development for the city of Bloomington. And um, Carla, just to read from Carla's bio here a little bit from the city, um, Carla has extensive background in planning, infrastructure, maintenance, community engagement, and economic development. Uh, her municipal experience includes five years working for Highland Park, Michigan, a suburb of Detroit, and nine years in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where she advanced quickly from mid-level supervisor to department director. She also served three years as head of planning and facilities for the city of Detroit, working directly for Mayor Dave Bing. So, uh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, Brian. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So um, you're just brand new on the job here. I understand you just started in March. Is that right? Yes, uh, I'm completing my fifth week. This week is five weeks on the job. Okay. And I understand you're doing some moving and this weekend. And, you know. Yes. Uh, um, so yes, the, I started on March 15th and I was a little reluctant to uh, drive because of the weather coming from Michigan to Minnesota. So I flew and about two weeks ago, I came back to get my car. And then this weekend, the movers will arrive to move me. Um, I'm moving to Bloomington. Uh, my apartment wasn't ready for the first three weeks. So I stayed in the Hilton. Um, and then my, my family was joking because, you know, after three days in a hotel, I was like, ah, 
this is getting old. And they were like, oh, please, you know, we're, we feel so sorry for you. Stayed in a hotel eating at the chop house. Oh, poor <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> hey, could be a lot worse than that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yes. um, how has it been going so far? It has been overwhelmingly welcoming. Um, the team, the leadership at the city of Bloomington led uh, Jamie and his team have been exceptional. And then the community development team, had, uh, the managers, uh, the you know supervisors, the frontline staff have all been incredibly welcoming. Um, I'm starting to do tours uh, with some of the managers and I'm gonna do a couple of inspections with uh, environmental health inspectors and building um, and inspections inspectors as well. And so um, I really think that that is a great way to learn about the work uh, and also learn about the community. So um, it's, but it's been, so the, my first tour was with Duke, uh, our building official who took me to Mall of America. And we went, you know, we got to see the mall, but we also got to see the loading dock and uh, you know, kind of like the back of the house operations. Mm -hmm. And that was fascinating. And then a couple of days ago, I went with Shane to South Loop. And, you know, I've heard about these projects, but it was great to see it through his, you know, through his viewpoint and his vision. Um, and just some of the great work that's being done over there. And yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited about the city and about this opportunity. Yeah, great. So was that your first visit to the Mall of America? No, I've been to the Mall of America as, you know, years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I do have some family in Minneapolis. Okay. And so I have a niece who went to Carleton College and when she graduated, she moved back to Minneapolis and was moving in her apartment. So I told Jamie, I said, I've spent a lot of money at Ikea with my niece, <laughs> moving her into her first apartment. You know, sure. you go to get a lamp and then the next thing you know, you're buying you know, the dresser and the dishes and everything else. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, 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 yeah, it's just great. It's just uh, wonderful to see, um, you know, we've, I feel like Bloomington has been just resilient in how they have repositioned themselves from losing, you know, major sports stadiums um, mm -hmm. and then the Mall of America. And even as we, and I know we're gonna talk about the pandemic and um, kind of how we come out of that, right? And the work we do, so. Yes. Yeah, you mentioned the Mall of America, and uh, it's, I've been there a number of times since, you know, in recent weeks and uh, recent months, and it seems like there's pretty good foot traffic there again. Probably not what it was pre-pandemic, but it looks like it's nice to see that foot traffic there and that people are out and about and shopping there again. Definitely. And also, I got to tour the vaccination site. Mm -hmm. It's located at the mall um, and they're actually expanding it or have expanded since the time I was out there a couple of weeks ago. And so, you know, what a great use of space, right? Like uh, I knew they were going to go into where the Bloomingdale store used to be and expand, you know, so they, they can increase their capacity. And so, you know, as, as opposed to having just vacant space, uh, you know, I love that, you know, we repurposed that um, working with the state and that became another vaccination site for the community. So that, that's, that's incredible. incredible. I love when we can pivot uh, and, you know, kind of during, due to the circumstances to utilize space or an opportunity in a different way. Yeah, that's great. And I'm getting my second 
shot tomorrow. So congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> it is a bit, I mean, I, I joked, I, I had both of my vac uh, vaccinations prior to getting to Bloomington, but mm -hmm. when they shot my arm that first time, I kind of joked with folks. I said, they could have put water in my arm. I was so optimistic about the future. Like I was like, you know, this is great um, because, you know, it has been an incredible, incredible uh, challenging year and tiresome year for everybody. Everybody has been affected by this. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. hopefully we'll be turning the corner here. So, yes. Um, I wonder if you could talk just a little bit about just kind of big picture, what your duties are as director of community development for people who might not be familiar with that and, and kind of the role you play in um, just sort of community development and, and kind of uh, carrying out the vision for um, Bloomington um, going forward. Sure. So um, as director of community development, I have a great, I call them a stellar and experienced team um, of great public officials, uh, servants, public servants. And uh, that includes the Port Authority, the Housing and Redevelopment Authority, the Planning Division, Buildings and Inspections, Environmental Health, Assessing, and then we have special projects. And um, so I, what I have found is that I feel my role is to uplift the work. We have exemplary staff in each position and I've gotten a chance, I think in the last five weeks to get to know them. Um, I am actually located, uh, Jamie uh, Verbrugge, our city manager asked me if I was comfortable with sitting in the office, cause you know, most people are working from home. And I told him that that was such an excellent suggestion. One, I was very comfortable because I had been vaccinated. We also do practice social distancing and all the, the procedures, um, safety procedures in city hall. But it's really allowed me a chance to get to know the inspection staff uh, who are coming in. Uh, I, I would not have been able to connect with those, uh, those, those staff members so quickly had I been working from home. And so, um, it, you know, I get up in the morning, I get to City Hall, I like to walk up and down the cubicle and, and ask everybody like what they're working on. And um, so it, it's been a great five weeks. Uh, so I, I've enjoyed that. I think like my role is to uplift the work, to, to provide resources, to provide, um, support when needed. If there's a situation, you know, I want staff to feel like they can come um, me for support. And then also, as we look at, we have, since we have a lot of um, employees that have been there 20, 25 years, we need to start thinking about succession planning. And what does that look like? And the professional development, I'm a big proponent of promoting from within when we're able. So how are we um, preparing kind of the next set of managers and supervisors for those roles and um, really want to dive into that as well. So that's what I want to do for the team uh, and for the city. City Council has set um, five new strategic priorities, uh, two which uh, will I will be intimately involved with. One, one is diversifying our economy and looking at the feasibility uh, of should we have a economic development authority. You know, we have the Port Authority, we have the Housing and Redevelopment Authority. And so what I'd like, I'm gonna do is do a deep dive into, are there uh, tools that we are missing that an EDA would provide the city 
Um, or how do we streamline? Like, who knows where to go for, you know, if you're a small business or if you're a larger business, where do you go to start that whole development process? And, um, and I've talked to a couple of developers that have done business in the city and, you know, they talk so highly about the staff and the process. And so I think that's excellent. Um, and so just trying to see, are there any areas that we could be a little bit more efficient? And like I said, the tools and, um, so the, then the second one is concentrating on our commercial neighborhood, our uh, neighborhood commercial uh, corridors and looking at nodes and kind of how, you know, I did a lot of work in Detroit and some other uh, uh, municipalities on small business. And so I, you know, I, during my interview process, I said, you have the Mall of America and you have national retail really on lock. Like there, you have a robust national retail presence in Bloomington, but what are we doing to support the small businesses? And so um, we have our special uh, projects coordinator who is a council in the Port Authority just authorized the um, expenditure of a survey because we really want to do some outreach to business owners to find out what are the tools, what are, what are the things that the city could be doing to support them? And then, you know, developing programs. I know some council members talked about an incubator. We did a lot of that work in Detroit um, working with kind of startup companies. And so I'm, I'm very excited that council is interested in, in pursuing those avenues. Yeah, that's great. And well, you talked a little bit about your experiences in Detroit. Uh, are you a native of Michigan or? Um... Yeah, well, um, so that was a great question because they asked me that for one of the publications. So I was born in Washington, DC and spent my early childhood in Columbia, Maryland. And then my father was asked to come and work for the city of Detroit under Mayor Coleman Young when I was nine years old. So most of my, so I wasn't born here, but obviously nine years old is, I feel like this is my hometown um, and left to go to Michigan State University and came back, left uh, when I worked for the city of Ann Arbor, Michigan, I went and I lived there. And then um, somebody was pulling me to come back home. And that's when I um, applied to work for the city of Detroit, uh, right as uh, the city was coming out of some um, leadership. <laughs> we had a mayor that had been, you know, uh, convicted of, of some uh, federal uh, convictions and was going to prison. And so Dave Bing, I didn't know him, but he was a uh, former NBA basketball player and then a businessman here in the city. And was really, there was a lot of people in the business community that pressured him to run for mayor. And he did, he, he was not a politician. And so um, he, he did hire me. I did not know him prior to getting the role. And really, it, he allowed me to do a lot of innovative things because he kept saying, we know what status quo has gotten us. And so really helped lay the foundation for this new mayor who came in um, and has, has just taken off the work. So it's, it's, been, it's been great to see. It's been great to see. Yeah, a lot of challenges and opportunities there, I'm sure. Um, can you touch on some of the high points of your work there in Detroit? Sure, sure. Yeah, so we had in 2009, when Dave Bing became mayor, we had a lot of um, energy from, from uh, college graduates who were like, I want to come to Detroit and I want to be a part of this renaissance. And literally they would get in their car, park up their car and show up in Detroit. And I remember getting a, a letter from a woman, a young woman by the name of Emily Dorr, who now is the executive director of the Michigan State Land Bank. And she sent me this letter and she said, 
you know, we're a group of 20 something year olds and we want to open up a hostel. Now, we did not have even like the zoning uh, code for a hostel. We didn't, we, it wasn't even in our zoning regulations. And she and this group of folks were like, they had located a building. They uh, had a de dead date. They wanted to do their grand opening because they really felt like that would help you know, other young people come to Detroit. And um, working with the team in the building department, we were able, we didn't comp compromise health or safety, but we got a, them a temporary CFO. We ended up doing this great ribbon cutting. And, you know, it took them some years because I remember going to staff and saying, how long is it going to take for us to go through, you know, the planning commission and, and city council? And they said, two to three years. And I was like, oh my gosh, like we're, we're gonna lose this energy and we can't. And so that was one of the like, it was these small things that we were able to do um, trying, cause we knew that we needed to be creative in uh, how we kind of spur development. And so um, it, it was just incredible. Some of the lows were uh, oh, just, you know, <laughs> obviously filing for bankruptcy uh, in 2013 um, though that did pre provide a clean slate, but it was interesting because I have a brother who lives in Virginia, in Roanoke, Virginia, and when he, and people know he's from Detroit, and when the city filed for bankruptcy, he said people came up to him were like, "Is your family okay there?" And it was like, "Well, you know, we still will have city services. Like the town's not just going into some kind of disarray." Um, uh, yeah. But you know, it 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 was a black eye, I believe, on the city. But we have definitely come out of well. The city of Detroit has definitely come out of that. And um, yeah, so it was, it was great. It was it was the, some of the hardest work I've ever done, but it did prepare me for, I think, an opportunity to come to a city like Bloomington, where you know we have AAA bond rating, we have lots of resources, but how do we get creative um, and you know look for other resources to come into the city, uh, not just you know asking city council or the general fund, but you know when you come from a really challenge financially challenged city, you get very creative in how you get resources. And so, you know, you come to a city like Bloomington that that is that, I mean, uh, our city assessor told me like we're at a record, the uh, total value of, of city property of the city is at $15 billion. Like that's incredible. Like, wow, like that's what our assessor says. And that's a new record. Um, but not, you know, not to, not to, that's incredible. But then, like I said, how do we get other resources to help uh, some of the small businesses or, um, you know, these commercial nodes or how do we kind of spur like an incubator like uh, was discussed at city council and the Port Authority a couple weeks ago. So I'm super excited about that work as well. Yeah, that's a lot of exciting things there. Um, what, um, I wonder if I know, I know you've only been on this job for a short time, so you weren't here in Bloomington when the pandemic hit last year, but I was wondering if you could reflect a little bit kind of on where the city's been and kind of where it's headed now as we turn the corner, hopefully, and start to uh, come out of the pandemic. Um, I know for one thing, for instance, there was a lot of talk about the water park by the Mall of America, and I know that's been kind of put on hold now, at least for now, because of the mm -hmm. pandemic. And um, so just uh, where, where have we been and where are we going from here? I think that's an excellent question. Um, like I, I said earlier, I believe Bloomington has been uh, very uh, quick and nimble to 
to to re, to re, to uh, react to the situation. And um, for instance, we have a hotel, the Crown Plaza, that just went to the Planning Commission to ask for a number of their hotel rooms to become apartments, mm-hmm. right on you know the mass transit by Mall of America by uh, the airport, you know, and that there they said you know. The, develop, the owners have said there's a market, there's a need for this. And so instead of having empty hotel rooms, they have pivoted and, you know, reacted to the situation. I think that that is a great example of what we need to do um, as we get out of the pandemic. Um, and what we're starting to see, because like I said, this team, uh, the data that they, that they receive, you know, looking at the hospitality revenue that's coming in week after week after week. Um, they're starting to see, you know, now we're coming out of, you know, doing better than the numbers of 2020, obviously not as good as 2019, but we are starting to see that we are, we're, we're coming out of it. Um, leisure, I, I, like I said earlier, I stayed three weeks in the Hilton and I remember one Friday night, I had gone to dinner and I came back and the parking lot was packed and it was during spring break. I said to the you know hotel staff, I said, what's going on? They said, oh, I can tell you that this night is the best night we've had since the pandemic. And it was on a Friday night. And they said, Saturday night is going to be even bigger. And I saw this line by the elevator. And I said, are you waiting on the elevator? They said, no, we're waiting to get in the pool. And so I was like, oh, okay. So I, I find what we're starting to see is that leisure people have been pent picked up. And I think as people get vaccinated and as we come out of this pandemic, families are saying, okay, now, now we need to, you know, let's, let's go and explore kind of the world again. Business travel, I think is still a big question mark if that will, you know, uh, start to increase. But I think, I, I, I think that's, you know, again, because we rely so heavily on the hospitality, uh, we're starting to see some very, very encouraging trends uh, on the way in a positive direction. So, um, and the other thing I want to say is that uh, we inspections and our building inspection, I, you know, we know that some people got stimulus funds, people were sitting at home, they started to do a lot of home improvements and projects and, you know, oh, I, you know, I'm going to do that kitchen remodel or, you know, and so we saw our building uh, permits in, uh, increase, the revenue exceeded what we had projected. And I give a lot of credit to the building and inspection staff because we did not have one single incident um, where an inspector contracted COVID by going into, uh, you know, a home or on a work site. And so, you know, I, I always say like, we have to celebrate that because um, they, 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 you know, our inspections did not stop. And that's a testament to the team uh, at the city of Bloomington. Yeah, that's, that's great to hear. And uh, just talking about, it's interesting because I was recently talking to your counterpart from the city of Stillwater. And of course, they rely a lot on tourism too. And he said last year, last summer, you would go out and people were still coming to town to enjoy the scenery and things like that. And they made special provisions for people to have more outdoor seating and things like that for their restaurants and so on. But um, the point he was making was that the streets, a lot of people were on the streets, but it was a little bit deceptive because nobody was inside, you know, inside buildings. And so um, hopefully now we're going to start making that transition where it's more, more, 
business is happening both on the inside and the outside and yes. are uh, starting to get a little more towards um, a sense of normalcy as, as more people get vaccinated and so on. So For sure. Yes. That'll happen across the metro area. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we are very anxious for that to happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you've covered a lot of ground there, Carla. Any other thoughts before I let you go? Um, sounds like um, you've got some, some good things happening in Bloomington. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, uh, I'm very excited to join the community. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm very honored and humbled by, you know, being selected. Uh, the interview process was great. I, you know, I really, I felt like a connection. Um, and as I went through the interview process, the more I learned about Bloomington, the more it definitely felt like home. And so, um, and I, you know, I've told a lot of friends because a lot of people are very shocked. I've lived in the, you know, my loft for 11 years and, you know, oh, now you're just going to up and move to Minnesota. And I said, well, if COVID has taught us anything, it's that don't put off to, to, uh, what you can do today, tomorrow, like you've got to act. And this opportunity came across and um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, well, great. Well, good luck in your new position and I hope we can stay in touch. I yes. oftentimes write about art, uh, projects that are happening in Bloomington and developments. So I hope we can stay in touch and um, just uh, compare notes on what's happening. <laughs> Absolutely, anytime, anytime. Feel free to reach out anytime. Sounds good. Thanks, Carla. All right, thank you. Take okay. care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to Beyond the Skyline. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts. To learn more about finance and commerce, or to subscribe, go to our website, www.finance-commerce.com. I'm Joel Shetler, Editor of Finance and Commerce. Thank you again for listening to Beyond the Skyline.